Well, well, hey, when did you uh, start watching the episode? Like, when did you did you watch it last week? Like we said we were going like right after the episode. No, I held off and I just watched it last night. <laughs> yeah, I literally watched it today at work. Like I, I I woke up today and as I was walking out the door, I had this like forgot to do my homework feeling like at school like oh shit I didn't watch the the, the like the episode we were supposed to and I remember making time like during the week to, to watch it like mm-hmm. several times like I made plans to watch it with Ace then I was going to try and get Bailey into the show and we were going to watch it <laughs> and nobody like I never watched it and then I did today at lunch like I, I had my own took my lunch today with me to work yeah you know? but what'd you think did you like it I liked it a lot I did not think because even last week, you know, when we were thinking about like what might be next week or whatever, and you said backstory, and I was like, there's no way, they're already halfway through the season. And then we literally spend half of the episode just with showing. just what is going on, or, you know, what was what is the history of Aziraphale and Crowley. Yeah, showing that they're... And it's like, like, oh, well, we got backstory. Yeah, they've been friends for <laughs> I was 100% a while. wrong. Um, but I guess it was just like to, you know, illustrate everything that they've been through together, because then at the end of this episode they or at least Aziraphale like has it and is like we can't you know be friends where you can't have this arrangement oh yeah Aziraphale's real weird about it it sort of like breaks up yeah Crowley's much more like and then it's just because he's like becoming overwhelmed by it all yeah and so he's he just seems to feel like he knows or not. He's just like as long as you don't say anything I'm not gonna say anything and they don't actually check in on us so we're not gonna get caught you know he's just like I feel like Crowley, at least whether he has it all figured out or not, he at least feels like he does. Right. I don't know. Uh, you think he's more powerful than other demons or, or, or angels? Or do you think there is power levels? You know, like, I know that's probably a weird question. Yeah, I assume that there are power levels. Um, I don't know that it ever really gets explained I want a ranked ranked list of in this universe or you know like in the Christian universe or anything like that. Um, I mean, because you got like the you know um, John Hamm's character, the Archangel Gabriel. Presumably, he's the most powerful angel. Yeah, but I don't know. (laughs) It's never explicitly said. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's why he's got the. I mean, he is, like, in charge, so I guess he's, like, figured at, like, he's literally shown as supposedly, like, in charge, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, but not, like, he's, God is a woman in this one, right? Like, isn't it the voice of a woman? At least. Yeah, the Frances McDormand yeah, does yeah. the voice. That's cool. She's got a very, like, quizzical, like, voice. Like, I, I never really realized that it's actually the... Like, I never realized it's, like, the voice of God, which is probably, I guess, maybe not what you're looking for when you're looking for <laughs> the voice. But, uh, I don't know. I think I think everybody in the show is good. So, I'm excited for whenever we get the reveal for Benedict Cumberbatch. Right. I mean, we know who he plays, but... Uh, in the next couple of episodes. Although, I guess it could be something that, like, literally happens in the last episode. Yeah, kind of like how, um, uh... Oh, shoot, I forgot his name. Johnny Depp is in, uh... Um... Oh man, that's 21 Jump Street too, Or 21 oh, Jump Street, he was yeah. in the end of it. Yeah, Right. Uh, that's funny. Well, that's not like a big character reveal, it's just like a funny Easter egg at the no, end of the but, movie. No, but and, and he's such for a people big, who are really old. <laughs> no, and he's such a big star now that it's like kind of like, oh cool, like this is what I remember you getting started in. Like if, like, if right, they did yeah, a Degrassi yeah. remake and Drake came on in a wheelchair or something. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, how cool would that be? But, uh, dude, uh, honestly, I was, I, I really liked all the 
I liked the first half of the episode. Um, I thought I was going to like it way, way, way more than like the second half just because they had such different vibes. And really the first half was, like like you said, it was all um, backstory, just Aziraphale and Crowley and learning the origin from Cro- uh, Crowley to Crowley to and how and they've been friends since like mm-hmm. 8,000 years is how long apparently the Earth's been around or how long did they... Uh... Um, yeah, well, I guess the events of the Garden of Eden... According to the timestamps that we get on the episode, was in six thousand BC. It was only six thousand. I thought. Uh, okay, so what was the? What were all the things that they went through? Because they, uh, they, they, they went through. Uh, it was they went like through like Noah's all the major Ark. events. Yeah, yeah they, it was Noah's Ark, Jesus. And then they were in, they were in Rome briefly. And yeah, then, what was going on there? I didn't understand. That was just the them meeting one. up because oh, it was okay. it was only like eight years later. From the crucifixion of Jesus, the last okay. time that we had seen him during this mm-hmm. montage. So they just meet up in Rome or whatever. Okay. And then, uh, and and then the, from there, the biggest time jump, they, they jumped the, to World War II. Well, they did the Knights, the Black Knights. Oh, Knight, you're the right. White I, totally Knight, I, that, yeah. I didn't understand that one either, except for the. Like, I guess that was, was just to show that they made it to England. And then it's was also. Was there a Black and a White Knight that were famous? Like an well, in like the story of King knight? Arthur and the Round Table and all that, there is a Black Knight character oh. that is the antagonist to so King that, Knight's piece, to King Arthur's okay. piece. Um, Interesting. And, and so, you know, that's what that is. And then, and then after that is World War Two, right? I think it jumps that far ahead after that one. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Who is? Uh, I, I can't even remember the World War Two one though. Oh, was with, where was uh, Hitler? is meeting some like yeah, SS agents spy. in a church or whatever. Spy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a double double cross and all this sort of stuff. And, and it's just they funny. drop the nuke. And then Crowley comes into the church. And he's like jumping around. He's like hollering around. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was cool, man. Every time um, Israfel needed saving, Crowley like I don't know if he, he how he kept tabs on him so well but he always showed up conveniently like i don't know if they had like by like i don't think i don't even think they shake on their deal or whatever but did they shake on it when they made their deal or whatever that they would i don't think so stay out stay out of each other's way but help each other because it almost seems like they have miracles on each other and they're kind of bound to each other because they always show up when the other one needs them at least aziraphale does so he may just have pawns keeping better tabs than uh or sorry crowley always shows up on his zero yeah. needs him so he might have better he might have better intel but, i think uh, that crowley just cares more than you know we're maybe initially led to leave i think yeah i feel like that's what they're trying to lead us to seeing at this point is yeah. that he just like actually cares about that or even if he doesn't actually care let's say that he is full 100 percent evil he sees the advantage of having a zero fell oh him things and um, not have to go through the temporal uh, disincorporalment. I would be disappointed the, if that was how it came out. I don't think that's the case. But I think that that very easily could be the mm-hmm. case, too. I, Especially I, I just need to say that I think no, 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 that no, it's no. a conscious effort on Crowley's part. Whether uh, yeah, it's because he's yeah, a little yeah, yeah. bit more altruistically because he cares about his Zero Fellow, mm-hmm. which I think because he's now twice talked about how he didn't really mean to become a demon. It just they fell happened from, for yeah. whatever reason. Um, which would be an argument for the divine plan, but the, um, what is the divine plan? The, the, the divine plan is just the way that everything that has happened and is going to happen oh, is a part of what God has okay, designed. Okay, I got you, my bad. More or less. They um, even talk about it in this, like, in, it's always a reference right, yeah. to just God's going to take care of it. It's the mm-hmm. divine plan. Like, there's always it. been the plan. There was yeah. no way that it could ever otherwise be, um, uh, blah, blah, blah. But, um. So I, I think that he does just care 
about making sure that Aziraphale is okay. Yeah. And he probably, you know, because we, we then at some point do find out, and maybe at different points they had different people that they were looking into, but their agents that they had told each other that they had is the yeah. same dude, the witch hunter. And oh, yeah, yeah. They think that the witch hunter has an army of people or at least like a network of and he 20 has nobody. people. Just yeah, it's literally people. just him. <laughs> um, so if they have always been trusting people that easily that don't actually have anybody. Yeah, they don't look into anything. They're just like higher ups, just like they're yeah. higher ups. They, they don't check <laughs> They're just as it, neglectful you know? on it as the, you know, the people that's that so they're uh, afraid of you know, subverting. Um, so if that's always been the case, then Crowley has never had a network of people, even yeah. before the witch hunter. Um, but then they also, in the first interaction, when he first meets the witch hunter back in like the 70s mm-hmm. in Soho, he, the way that that interaction is presented to me felt like that was the first time Crowley even considered like, oh yeah, I could have people. <laughs> yeah, I could make a person do something. Yeah. Right. Like I could have a network of people and that might be useful. It seemed to be how it was Presented. It did come off that But way, it was right. also just a way to introduce us to that character when he was younger and then um, for the gag of it cutting to present time and then they're meeting in the coffee shop and he's yeah. like, how's your father doing? Because he doesn't know that Crowley's a demon, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. These episodes were just like the beginning and just all the clips with uh, with like just very distinct notes of not just the Bible but like parts in history. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was cool just because it was silly, I guess, you know, like right. they, they definitely made a joke out of all of it. And, um, just like, how like, what did Jesus do to get put on the cross? Oh, he said, be kind to people. And it's like, oh, well, that'll get you. Yeah. you know? like, <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I don't know. It was just every time it was silly. Cause, uh, Noah's Ark was funny too. Cause it was like, oh, one of the unicorns got away. Like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. You got the other you one. You still got one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. Like, he'll figure it out. But there were a bunch of people there with him, too. So it was like, were they watching Noah and his family? Like, Well, in the story, the, the people are the people that live around Noah are going to see the spectacle of the ark. Because they're like, what is this crazy person doing? Oh, so they're part of the, okay, part of the, just the, the mass. Yeah. So, but they made a joke how, like, God was only going to watch, like, he only killed those people, right? Like, he didn't kill any of the other There's people, like, in the general Eurasian <laughs> yeah, area. Right? Yeah, But nobody on any other continent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Just, like, it, it, it seems like they, they're trying to mix, like... They're having little, fun with yeah, the classic just, Bible yeah, stories, for sure. It's, yeah. it's definitely funny. It was never anything but a comedy. Oh, for sure. I actually bought the book. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I do want to read it. I wish that I had like you know burned through it before the show started. Yeah, um, I'm definitely. But at the same time, I'm also fine just taking it as it is as a show. Yeah, you know? I'm waiting for the the show first to finish the show, and then I'm mm-hmm. gonna read it because I don't want to. I don't want to know. Too You're much already in it. Yeah. So why taint it? With, right. Well, not taint it, but why influence it with a different version? I can make of it, it like you know? two different experiences. Yeah. yeah. Um. I so. <laughs> It was it was funny because like so the first half of of the of the show <clears throat> excuse me of the show it's all Crowley and Aziraphale and it's all their their back it's history and it's just really showing them and then it, and then it shows that like I guess Hitler knew about the the witch book somehow or no the Russian spy knew about the the witch book they were German they, spies the German but... spy why did I make them Russian the, <laughs> Germ, the German spies knew about the the witch's book which is like the first sign of like in their knowledge at least. Of other people knowing about it, because it seemed like Aziraphale knew about the the book. Yeah. 
he had known about it almost since its creation. Yeah. How did he know? I wonder. We don't know. No, who knows? Um, but yeah, it was just it was just funny because like Zerfile and Crowley, they don't. I don't know if the actors don't have much of an accent or if I just don't notice it very much on them. But then when the the actor that plays, um, oh shoot, how did I forget his name? The the kid. Adam. Adam, thank you. When uh, when they have Adam, he's got like the strongest accent, dude. It's almost like comically yeah. strong. It's like, oh, I was laughing. He was good, though. I think he's like, a, and I don't know how much of this is on purpose by any of the actors, but like he's just like a country kid. Oh, really? Just like a country, kinda... Well, I don't know about in part, his character, Adam, yeah. is just like an English country kid. They live in a small little town. Yeah. Um, and then... Crowley and Aziraphale have been in, you know, potentially a million different places, mm-hmm. you know, for a several million years. Yeah. And so, like, their accents would potentially, it wouldn't be, like, hard London or anything like that, you know? Yeah. It would be, I would imagine, you know, difficult to not get, to get away from, you know, other places that you would experience and live or whatever. Um, but then also they are sort of like, because then there's that one time where Zerifel calls the witch hunter, um, and then, uh, says something and then the witch hunter, um, like, you know, calls him like a poshy southerner. Yeah. So they do have, or at least the character is given to have an accent that is noticed mm-hmm. by this oh, yeah, Scottish yeah, yeah. guy. I completely forget, I always forget about that other kid that's like a descendant of the the Knights Templar or whatever. He's like some mm-hmm. descendant witch hunter. Yeah. And uh, he found the witch hunter colony. And so he's going to where... Uh, well, it's not a colony. It's just the one dude. Yeah. But now, <laughs> now it's a colony. It's, two, it's a troop. Sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, like, dude, I, I feel like that guy's going to fall for that girl and the kid's not going to be evil and Crowley and Israel are going to somehow make it all work out and it's going to be a happy ending, which right. is fine. I think but there's I, a, it's, it's going to be funny the whole way. Right. You know, I think there's a bit of a hint that Adam that is going to be okay yeah. or good or something like that. I hope so. I mean, it's... Because I, I he's sort like of like that. subconsciously, certainly subconsciously because he didn't doesn't know that he's got these powers yet or at least we assume he doesn't know he has mm-hmm. these powers. He got rid of a nuclear reactor at a nuclear plant. Yeah, and I was. I actually didn't understand that part. I, I was confused when I watched that today. I didn't know. what Well, was, he decided was uh, whenever he's because he runs into the witch, right? Uh, yeah. Into anathema, and they're talking about things. She invites him in for tea, and you know they're just talking about stuff. Yeah, she's talking about all the stuff that she's kind of passionate about and cares about, and they sort of connect on a couple of things because he's kind of like. Um, they, she mentioned something about how like nuclear power is bad mm-hmm. and then he's like yeah one time I went to a nuclear plant on a school trip and I thought it was really boring so yeah I don't like nuclear power either you know, oh like, and he had, so he had done it at some um, and then, like, yeah. and so then she like gives him some magazines and she's like if you're interested in some of the stuff that we talked about here's like some you know more stuff that has to do with that and he's reading yeah, them some more literature. and he's reading one about nuclear power and he's like man this you know article is dope and then he falls asleep and then in the middle of the night, a nuclear power plant goes down, and then they go to investigate, and the entire core from the reactor is gone. Yeah. And in place is one of the lemon drops that he was eating at bedtime, and so that's why we know that it had to do with him. Okay, um, I get it now. So, I was like, like, there's like, yeah, a, that's a bit of foreshadowing that he, um, one, is coming into his power. Yes. And then two, uh, you know, he's doing 
things and potentially when he realizes has the power will consciously do things that he believes in and maybe those beliefs are just average person beliefs as opposed yeah. to somebody being raised to be the antichrist well, he seems very in uh very, um not influential but influency <laughs> no i'm just kidding he feels he seems like he can be influenced um and not that that's good or bad i'm not saying like he's got like a weak will or anything I'm just saying, I think, like, if, you know, you hit him logically, like, the that chick, the witch or whatever, he's talking to him about all this stuff. He's like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, you're making mm-hmm. sense. You know, he, you know, he believed her and now he didn't like nuclear reactors or whatever, even though you should like nuclear power. Nuclear power is fine. But he didn't <laughs> like it, so he got rid of it, which right. is funny. But uh, do we know what time this, like, what year... Is it, I mean, is it current? I think it has era, said. Is it like, it's, I mean, I it's, it's in the present. I don't yeah. know that it's literally 2019. Okay, but, but it's, it's in the 20 teens. Yeah, okay. I'm assuming. Yeah. Maybe in the 2020s, but it's it's in at this point in time. Yeah. So far, I really like Adam. He's just a cool kid. Like he's super confident and is and he's good with his dog. And then they made like a real big deal about the hellhound going into the witch's house and they had the upside down horseshoe like protecting the door. Mm-hmm. But like, honestly, I think it had That's something to do with fun. Adam coming into his power because he came through the door first and he was like, no, well, no, he didn't. Francis McDormand, the voice of God, comes in at that moment and says, and so whenever dog went through the threshold, a little bit more of hell burned away. Yeah, what does that mean? That the dog is just that much less evil now. Oh. I didn't get that. I get it now, but... Huh. So I think that's another sign that he's obviously not the Antichrist as intended. Yeah. And uh, I think that that's going to be part of the ending joke. Yeah. Is that, you know, these this these two kind of idiot people that work for two the two sides mm-hmm. um, let this mistake happen. And Which then just ended up being <laughs> good for humanity. Yeah. Yeah, it couldn't have worked out better because if they had influenced him, for sure something would have something yeah could have definitely gone. Oh wrong. yeah, Crowley was doing that. But this worst guy just got stuff. this kid just got a raising, you know, just a childhood of a normal human, as normal and as so possible. And so has relatively yeah. normal human values. And yeah, like his parents were eating dinner and watching TV, like all sitting at like the couch, like as almost like an Americanized version of what you think of as, like, the family. Like, so, right, I don't know. Yeah. I, I know that's not common in everybody. <laughs> we didn't even do that, really. But uh, um, I know that is, like, an image that people have of, like, what, like, just a basic family just, like, right. gathered around the TV and eating <laughs> together. Yeah. But uh, that is something that's fun to do. So, I don't know. It's just, it seems so, like, he's so, could they couldn't he's have done normal. a better job. Yeah, exactly. Getting, By fucking up so bad, they... Couldn't have done better jobs, right. like you said. Yeah, and then that's going to be like the ending joke, more or less. Yeah, but right. we also don't know exactly how other things are going to happen because the four horsemen are going to ride out. We've already seen War get you know her sword. We saw Famine get his scales, so they're going to work, and then we'll see what the other two you know do. I'm assuming over the next two episodes we'll see them, and then the sixth episode will be the climax of everything. You know, everybody comes together. Mm-hmm. And realizes that the Antichrist isn't the Antichrist. Yeah. And what does that mean? Do we all just, like, pick up our ball and go home? Or what? (laughs) Yeah, like, I mean, it doesn't seem like it would be that hard to find him. But I guess they have nothing to go on, literally. Yeah, definitely. More than once, Crowley says that the part of the Antichrist 
thing is that people just don't suspect him of anything. Yeah. That he's just, you know, blends into everything and that's, you know, part of, you know, the, the spell or whatever it is yeah. that's viewed upon him. It was funny, the little, um, little part they had with Dog, how he was, like, threatening that cat and he used yeah. his, like, demon eyes. And and like, it didn't, it shit, yeah. didn't work like it normally did. <laughs> it used to work, but ever since he transformed. <laughs> it was just a silly little... Right. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see if he, like, well, he will come into his power, but uh, to see what he does with it. Because can you live a normal life, like, as the Antichrist, like, ending the world, like, at the apocalypse? <laughs> I imagine not. <laughs> yeah, probably won't live a normal life as the Antichrist. Can't go to heaven, probably. Yeah, probably not. Even if you're good. <laughs> the Antichrist get to go to heaven, that's so funny. So ironic. I'm Will Hedrick. And I'm Jordan Schaffer. And this is Dog Ears and Timestamps, a Good Omens podcast. Episode 3, Hard Times. Dude, this episode was... Dude. You know what this episode had? Hmm. A title card in the middle of the episode, 30 minutes in. Just like us. Boom. And the, But heaven sounds so boring, too, so it sounds like, uh, you know, Earth is heaven. Listen to the so. sound of music the whole time. Yeah. It sounds awful. The sound of music? <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. The only time that was dope was when we played it in band. <laughs> and that was only kind of dope because we did it once a year. Right. And we barely practiced it. And for some reason, it, we were really good because it was probably not that hard of a song. But, it's not, uh, but everybody, everybody gets a solo. So, yeah. Well, the seniors get a solo. But everybody got one. Every section. Well, every, yeah, every section had one. Only the seniors would play it, though. Yeah. Man, I... Uh, I think it would be funny if we see the American kid, like if he turned out to be like super bratty or whatever. We must have to see him again because the the Satan side is moving that kid into uh, you know Megiddo to start mm-hmm. Armageddon, you know, in confluence with the Four Horsemen, getting their summons and meeting there yeah. as well. So that part of the plan is in motion. So whenever it then cuts to that for the reveal to Satan that, oh yeah, this isn't the Antichrist. <laughs> uh, we'll probably see him at that point. Yeah. Well, and it seems like uh, all of uh, Aziraphale's, like the angels, I forget their names, um, but it seems like They're they, starting they all to think suspect it, something. Well, they all think that it's uh, the ambassador's son still, but then Crow- or Aziraphale tells them Maybe it's I don't not. think they believe them, right? I don't think that they, they didn't believe him. They believe something else is going on. Oh, gotcha. Because then we get that cut back to John Hamm talking with whoever that female uh, angel is. Yeah, with is. weird gold chunks in her face or whatever. It's like, that's not, that's not cool. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, go on. I didn't mean to do the sorry. The, uh, he, he's like, what do you think all that was about? And she was like, well, like, you know, he's just, he's weird. He's been down there too long. And then <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I don't know. He says, I don't know anything about all this, you know, um, hypotheticals. So he's, uh, suspicious of what Aziraphale is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whatever his name was, the, the, the bald one with the weird gold teeth thing, his name was like um, Sofran or something like that, the one who was at Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I don't trust him. So they suspect something now. Yeah. What it is, they probably suspect that maybe Aziraphale, is, or at least what I'm going to say they probably suspect, what do I actually know? Um, what I would imagine is, is that they suspect he is right about the Antichrist not being the ambassador's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, but him saying, what if hypothetically Crowley fucked up? 
the thing that they think more likely there is no hypothetical. You know that that's not the Antichrist and you probably know where he is and you're just trying to cover your ass yeah, when you need to find out what you're doing. Yeah, to me it seemed like he was kind of scared that um, they were just they would just kill the Antichrist. Like it doesn't seem like he, he is, wants well, to kill he, him at all. Otherwise he would have just done it. Well, they're not going to kill so. the Antichrist because... The, they don't believe the plan will work anyway. Yeah, you're right. Dang. But he's... And it's interesting that, and it's just because he's so good that he can't help himself, but, you know, do what he perceives to be the right thing. But it's interesting that, you know, knowing that they don't care about his little personal mission oh, to yeah. foiling the Antichrist, um, why would he continue to report to them about it with any truth telling at all? I got you, yeah. And why did he think that he needed to? Because they didn't call him in for that report. He called them mm-hmm. and said, I have something really important that y'all and, should know. And they were less than impressed. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just, you know, like a strange decision. But again, with just how helpless he is at mm-hmm. not being really good. Yeah. Um, he, he wouldn't do that, obviously. Well, it'll be, uh, man, I... I don't, I don't think a whole a whole lot didn't really happen in this episode, but it did just kind of give us more, um, I don't know, more meat so we know what we're dealing with when we get in yeah. a bit further, which is cool. We get more um, context of the two of them right, and we for the dealing, sake of the breakup at the end of the episode. Well, and we're only theoretically mm-hmm. dealing with a couple days, right? Like, we're not dealing with, with like the years leading up to the end of the Earth because we already kind of did those because we yeah. showed that it was just him having a normal <laughs> upbringing. Right. And, um, I don't know, it, it's a... But then we also get the events that are going to bring... It, all the characters together yeah. in um, whatever the name of the little English town is, I can't remember, that's going to you know bring the the witch hunter kid, the witch, mm-hmm. um, obviously Adam, and then Crowley and Azarephel all together into the same town to get on to the same page with each other story-wise. Yeah. And then... I love the big meetups. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people to bring together, too. Yeah, because then at a point there's going to be, you know, the Four Horsemen. We get to see Satan. Um, The other demons that we have seen will... I I think that, you know, everybody will finally be in... Like, everybody will finally be in one place at the end. Yeah. You know, the sixth episode, whenever it's due to start and that last big war is about to happen or whatever. So then, of course, everybody's going to be in the same place. Hell. Um, Right. (laughs) Hell wins. The end. <laughs> right. Does the Bible have an ending like that? What is it in like? Um, God sets up his kingdom on earth. Oh, that's cool. That's a good ending. <laughs> Wait, no, it's not because where were Adam and Eve from? Earth. earth. I'm so confused. What is this? Where did you think Eden was from? Or well, after you said God set up, like it, after space. you just said no, well, after you just said God set up His kingdom on earth, it was the end of the Bible. I was like, didn't that happen in the beginning of the Bible? So is it just a big circle? Well, He didn't have a kingdom back. The only living people at that time were Adam and Eve. Uh, there were angels, as we've seen, even just in this you know mm-hmm. show. But He was He was in heaven. God. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> you think God likes heaven? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. You think God's just looking for its purpose? And that's that's too deep. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't really know what else is like gonna happen, dude. Because we just keep bouncing around like the last few days before Armageddon. I I don't know anything about about the Bible, so I don't like know any of the. I can't like predict anything biblically. I can't predict anything like historically because I don't think that that matters. Right. I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't I think know. That's things that it doesn't you know? really. Aside uh, from just giving literal like a, a setting for the story, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter at all. I don't know, and it's stuff that we talked about a little bit last week too, because like the end times are signaled by the rapture, which is when all the true Christians disappear. Uh, all the true Christians in innocence, like very young children that don't have any conscious decision about what to do, you know, about belief. And then, you know, at that moment is when everything starts very shortly after is when the Antichrist rises to power and establishes the one world government. And then, uh, you know, the persecution of Christians, all the people that follow the Antichrist get the mark of the beast on them. And all this stuff it happens over the course of a very long time, years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at some point, the 144 uh, Jewish martyrs come back to earth to try to rescue the persecuted Christians. And then that is sort of the start of the final battle between that final actual battle between heaven and hell. Damn. And then heaven wins. And then... God sets up, he just, I guess, brings the castle down from heaven to earth, and then eternity happens from there. Heaven on earth. Yeah. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> like that song by, what's her name? Yes. Billy Eilish. No. <laughs> Not Billy Eilish. Man, I, uh, I already said about the book, but I am excited to read it, and, uh, Man, I can't wait to watch the rest of it, dude. Like, I, I, I know, I know. We basically said what we what we kind of expect is going to happen. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a big meetup uh, at some point, at least a partial meetup of everybody, if not a meetup of everybody at the same time. They're going to have to deal with. I feel like the end of times, probably. You know, like uh, whether they come out of it or not, um, we'll see. But I think the joke is, like, is, yeah. I think the joke is that nothing happens. Yeah, the, yeah. There is no, there is no end, and, and even God's wrong. Belinda Carlisle was who I was thinking of. She sings a song. What song? The, who knew heaven is a place song? Oh, I know that. Okay, okay. Um, Let's sing anymore. We'll get it. Uh, yeah, we're going to get stricken. We'll get sued. People will cut that clip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And use it for their uh, their sound to listen to, to that song. Oh, man. Um, why do you think he changed from Crawley to Crowley? Just nothing? Just, Just the, silly? Um, he seemed to, at least the reason that he gave was he didn't like the way that uh, Crawley sounded. Because mm-hmm. it was like, it's like creepy Crawley thing. Crawley, yeah. like, well, you were a snake, so mm-hmm. like, meh. Yeah, you're a Crawley. Gross. Yeah. Are snakes Crawley? I guess so. Ew. What Where's are they, they doing? Do? Are they crawling on they the ground? They slither. Ooh. I think is the actual term. Slither is not a name, uh-huh. though. Although if you get microscopic with it, they are crawling. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But yeah, they have their own action called slithering. Yeah. 
Well, them and worms. Some worms. Dude, I love, I can't, Crowley's eyes are the best. Every time he, he like opens them and he's got his snake eyes still, it's like, dude, that's so cool. Right. It just looks good. Um, I think they're doing a great job with the show. I'm almost excited that there is, uh, that we don't think there is anymore. You know, that, that there's going to be a full conclusion at the end of the six episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it ends at the same place that the book ends. So, yeah. They've and said, if there's so just one, then they could potentially, Neil Gaiman did also say that him and Terry Pratchett had ideas for a sequel that they had talked about before, but never actually did it. So, you know, conceivably, there could be a second season that uses some of those ideas, gets some new ideas, or whatever it is. But if the story is already self-contained and, you know, doesn't need anything else, then yeah, this might just be it. Yeah. I mean, I guess, or, uh, I mean, I wonder how they would do a sequel if they do it kind of like Terry Pratchett was pretty big. Well, he did Discworld, so, I mean, he did Discworld, which was just it seemed like one universe, a bunch of different stories. Yeah, I don't think, I think like. that there's, from what I looked up of it, that one time that we were going through a bunch of different things, it seemed like if there was ever any continuous storylines in the Discworld universe, it lasted for maybe three books. And yeah, that was it. I've, of I've, the 800 that are out there. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I, I read one Discworld book and it was so weird. Yeah, I don't see they, how, I like, another story could, honestly, with how yeah. these characters would matter or be even interesting. I mean, if they made a sequel, maybe it's just the two of them being goofy and doing something in a similar vein, kind of like how The Office and Parks and Rec are similar, right. but they're not well, sequels. Well, it definitely depends on how this ends. Does right. it end with just Armageddon just being nothing? Right. Uh, like, nothing happens? Or... Um, does it continue on, just not like in the way that everybody was expecting? Like, do we then end up going into, you know, a, a very long war where, you know, half of humanity dies and stuff like that? <laughs> and so then, you know, conceivably a sequel would be them going through that process. It, it really is all about how it ends and not having read the book, I have no idea. <laughs> it's so weird serializing it ourselves too, man, because like... Forcing ourselves to not watch all of it because, like, I definitely would have watched the next. It. Well, I, mean, I, didn't I imagine I would have finished it by it now. Today. Oh, yeah. I would have finished it by now. Because now it's been three it. weeks since we started. Oh, dude! Episode, so. <laughs> I remember watching episode two and not wanting to stop and thinking, like, I definitely would have finished episode four or five by by now. You know, I, I think I would have finished all six. Honestly, like, it's not that long of a show. Right. So, I mean, I can't wait to... That we're, we're already over halfway through. Like, I think, honestly, just to keep myself satisfied, I might rewatch, you know, right, episode one, yeah. two, and three, and then do four later on in the week whenever I catch up. And then, uh, right. um, you know, because we'll be reading the new, the, the new book too later this week. But, uh, so it'll be fun to kind of, I think, rewatch and see if I don't, I don't catch anything or see anything new. I might even watch the fourth episode and just rewatch all four. But I think I'll just watch one, two, three, and then the new one later. It's, uh... It's funny though too, cause like I don't have time. Almost. Sometimes it's not that I don't have time. I. It's funny how I have like the time, or I made the time to binge watch it that one day, but then like I kept forgetting until literally today at lunch. You know, I set yeah. I set aside time at lunch to watch the episode. It's, it's funny how like making ourselves serialize it like. I, I there is no telling when I, where I'm gonna take in the next episode. It's like a. Not necessarily the way... I mean, it's just such a... 
a random way I feel like to watch watch a show. Like I know people do it just on accident too. Like like I'm just gonna oh yeah I've been watching that show. That is a good show. I need to I forgot like I forgot they keep watching it or whatever you know. Right. Yeah. Like I got caught up in the game or whatever. You know, something else was on. You know. So, right. Because so it's like a fake serialization that we're right. doing where we're, it doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. air on Sunday night at eight mm-hmm. p.m. like Game of Thrones. So there's you know like a date to be there to watch it. Whereas yeah. it's just like watch the next episode between now and the next week that we record. Yeah, <laughs> the people I've—I mean, only one person that I've told about the show so far has like watched it, and he watched all of it, and, and we can't talk about it at all because right. he's definitely going to influence um, what I know about the show. But um, I don't know if I feel like it's, it would be funny to listen to us talk about it and just like not know and just like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that it's just like every, especially because we're like, I know this is kind of silly sounding, but like, I feel like we're a little different every week, you know, we're in different moods or whatever. So we don't just binge watch it when we're super in the mood for the show. We just like, we're watching right, it. Every week. Yeah. We're thinking about it weekly. I was thinking about the show this week, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I like this show a lot, you know, like I was thinking about, um, just what's going to happen. And I wanted to watch it and I just, I kept, you know, forgetting or something else happened. Um, right. Yeah. I think I told you I found out I had an apple tree. I didn't even know that. <laughs> apple tree, so that was funny. But, uh, yeah, so I was doing, I was, I was caught up in the tree, I guess. But no, um, apples will do that. I'm, I'm excited to see what those are too. I'll keep you busted. Um, yeah, dude, I, uh, I feel like that's that's probably pretty pretty much everything, right? Like, what do you, what do you think? Uh, I mean, so. I don't know what else is in the in the in the episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, the episode. Um, that's I mean, that's you know it. You think a dog's gonna have a super crazy like? Uh, I hope he doesn't die. Do you think he's gonna die though? I just for doubt a little it. bit of a. I don't think there's gonna be any like tear like people dying and tearjerkers that way I think they're just going to get emotional because the kid's going to say something super cute or somebody's going to do something cute or right. I don't think anybody's going to die it's for too funny it's so funny to kill yeah, off one of the characters yeah. that we're following you yeah know? I don't I want it to just kind of almost end like just super happy like no nothing happens no Armageddon just cliche like oh well y'all diverted it on accident you know right, yeah. <laughs> it all worked out yeah it's like nobody it's, knew. it's too light and too funny it's yeah for them to Kill Aziraphale or Crowley, I feel like. I think so, yeah. I mean... Um, it, it, depending on how they do it, if they do do it, maybe it could be interesting and worthwhile. But it just doesn't fit what we've watched so far. I guess one thing that we didn't talk about is uh, we don't know what is, uh, Crowley needed the holy water for. But he needed it so bad... It's that insinuated that whenever... Because of the interactions that they had been having, he was concerned that potentially that would get found out. And he didn't want to deal with what Satan would put him through. But what so the idea was to use the holy water on himself, oh. which would just obliterate him immediately, as opposed to having to go through an eternity of torment from Satan. Yeah, that would. It's my that. assumption. That's the way that they uh, paint it. Yeah, I thought he was gonna try and like assassinate Satan or something. Like I don't. Know, I went super weird with it. I, <laughs> I just figured like he because he he went so far out of his way to like to make sure he was going to get it like he was going to pull off some big heist to steal right. it from a church and I think it's just because that's how terrible it would be to spend an eternity being tortured by Satan I guess so yeah that makes sense I mean that's enough that's enough to go through a lot 
So I, it, that's, it, was, it was cool. That's then. the way that they painted it. No, you're in right. My it eyes. doesn't need to be. Yeah, it doesn't need to be more than that because that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you know. If, you know, heaven and hell are real. That's like what well, we're what, trying to avoid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but being good, just the eternity in heaven. Um, okay. Well, I guess. I guess um, it might be interesting to see if that holy water ever comes into play. Then, just to know that he has it. With them having spent so much time on it, this episode, mm-hmm. it must come up again. It'll come up. Um, and it'll be interesting to see that whenever it does come up, it's not actually holy water. Aziraphale yeah. just, you know, tricked him. Oh, you, you don't think it's holy water? Because Aziraphale doesn't want him to have it because he thinks that the total obliteration that that would bring him would is a horrible thing for someone to do, um, not just like to themselves, but or even to experience, uh, because maybe it's totally painless, but just like to truly stop existing oh that's so gonna be what happens because he's definitely gonna pour it on himself yeah that is so funny or he's gonna, gonna like what happens. You're throw right. it on someone else or something like that and nothing's gonna happen uh, to be like oh you fucking lied to me that would be funny too if he threw it on somebody important and evil right like Beelzebub or something like yeah, that you know and, and just does nothing he's fucking his ear <laughs> fucking lied to me all these years ago Especially because he said like, "Oh no, that's really good holy water." Like, like almost <laughs> like I made it myself. Like, that's how good it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, like I know I said last week, like I'll probably go home and, and watch the next one right when I get home. But um, I don't have anything going on. I feel like I might, I might at least start on episode one and try to like pick and gnaw at the episode or at yeah. least put it on in the background while I make some dinner and then like kind of get in the mood for it because it is a really funny show and it's got a lot of they put so much into it man like mm-hmm. like I was like there's stuff that I for sure missed you know right like just yeah so I guess watching it while cooking might not help me catch extra <laughs> stuff but um, watching all of it again I think will be fun even if I just kind of yeah, for sure. Partially intake what I've already seen, and then and then full. Yeah, um, even just like to hear the jokes in the background. Yeah, and, you know, it's worthwhile background noise at the very very. Uh, yeah, least. and I think it's I think it's a good show. So maybe maybe I'll get um, other passerbys. To, <laughs> um, I'll play it out the window for the neighbor. Like, hey, watch this. This is a good show. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you. Um, I guess is that it? You wanna, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, you, you guys know where to. It. Yeah, you guys know where to find us at ears underscore stamps um, and then dog ears and time stamps at gmail.com yeah we'll uh, see y'all next week with um, well I guess man, I make the, I make this correction every single week because I get ahead of myself we'll see y'all in a couple of days with the final episode of oh, bringing yeah. me back and then after that this and then with the new book that we're starting uh, the seven and a half deaths of uh, Evelyn Hardcastle yeah that'll um, be a fun that'll book. be a new book for next week so get ready yeah. for that You'll hear us talk about the fact that we chose it in a couple of days. Yeah, no, good reminder. I need to buy that book. Um, but I, yeah, so I'm excited for that reading. And honestly, I'm very excited for the next episode. I'm not, mm-hmm. and dude, I, I don't know if we've said it on the podcast, so I won't say it yet. But I'm kind of excited for our next um, show that we're going to watch too. So um, I don't know if we've officially decided <laughs> yet, but I, I, know, yeah. I know what we lightly it's, talked about. So right, yeah. Like, well, maybe we'll it's definitely it like... Um, Not that I have another show in the running, but it's if I did, it would be top two for sure. Right. For I would love to, to do My Hero Academia, though, but that's not coming on for a long time. That's the, the, the next season starts in August, I think. Yeah, so we got um, some time. Yeah. But, uh... In any case, we'll see y'all with all that. I'm Will Hedrick. I'm Jordan Schaffer. And this is Dog Ears and Timestamps.